Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. The 24th episode of AYN2K is upon our audience at this moment. Yes, it is. It's a Wednesday morning. I think it's beautiful outside. But we are having to do this at a different time than we regularly would because, uh, for us, this is finals week. Oh my gosh. Which, uh, so, to our future selves, yep. uh, we wish you the best of luck. Right. And we are doing this in your best interest because mm. we are hoping that you can just kind of focus on uh, on school. And in this this case, we get to, we, me and DJ, we, of right, course, right. get to focus on uh, the test that we have. But then... The audience still gets to hear another episode on Wednesday, right. so it's a win-win for both parties in the situation. Exactly. Uh, and this is a topic that we picked ourselves. Like we find this very interesting, and we wanted to share this story with with everyone else because a lot of people haven't heard about it, and it's such a unique story. Yes, and it's it is. so intriguing. And this this is going to be different than any other episode I think we've ever done. Oh. It might be a little more serious. And right. I and I hope that it's not. I hope that we can kind of try to figure out how to how to spin something in there. Oh yeah, I'm and, sure we can. And and listen listen to this. You don't have to like the Beatles in order to enjoy this story. I feel like a lot of people aren't going to click on this episode because they say, you know, oh I don't like the Beatles. I like to listen to Post Malone and Kanye. Right. And of course, there's nothing wrong with that. No. Of course, both of us like to listen to Post Malone and Kanye. In fact, we were just doing that. About five minutes yeah, ago, we were, at the same time, we were, like that's funny that I just, I just came up with that. But you were playing Post Malone, and yeah. I was playing Kanye West. Yeah. At the same time, oh, and it we sounded really good together. Bumping. It was is great, great time, and yeah. and I enjoyed driving that church van around. But mm. here's the thing: is we're gonna try to focus in on a on a topic here, and and like like we do every single week, we take a topic. Off of that shelf, we we dust it off. Yep. We dust it off because that thing might be dusty. Yep. We open it up and we start unpacking in that mother effer. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that's the PG way to say oh, it, even oh, though yeah. it is alluding to that larger word that Samuel L. Jackson always loves to say. Yo, Samuel. Which we've covered that before. Samuel L. Now, we unpack the topic as we as we do every week to about 95 percent, and that allows for that last five percent to take the rest of that topic and do with it as they will. There is a lot in that 5% this week. This week has the m- most density of the 5% that I have ever seen. Oh, my gosh. Just thinking about how we're going to have to tackle this subject is a little concerning. I want to make sure that this story gets out there, basically is what I'm saying. Right. Well, I mean, it was the story was written and put out there, and until you had mentioned it to me i had never heard of it that's and I the don't, thing and i think most people are probably in the in the position that i'm in because not not as many people listen to the beatles anymore right and and of course now it's kind of like old news like oh you know paul mccartney's still alive and, yeah you know, ringo oh, star still alive. you know that can that's hanging a question. on that's true the thing is we've never put this poll we never put this option up on the poll we have right. put paul mccartney actually died which yes. that's a whole other thing that we hopefully yeah. will get to cover at another time there are a lot of conspiracy theories right. surrounding the beatles for some reason yes but let me just go ahead and put this out there. If you haven't ever listened to the Beatles, there's a different genre of Beatles for everyone. In, yeah. the, in their earlier stages, uh, it's a very happy, happy, lucky kind of kind of theme to it. A lot of a lot of upbeat tones. But whenever you get to the more experienced and weathered group, 
there's a there's a very distinct and unique sound that I've actually grown to like more than the than the uh, early Beatles music. Well, and I, I'm still in the stages, which you've been listening to the Beatles for a while. I, I started listening to them and um, enjoying them. I, I like the earlier stuff a little bit more right now because, like you said, it is it's a very a little, unique sound. And they it started, appeals to more people. It's a, it has a more broad appeal. I mean, they start in like the late '50s and '60s. That is correct. And and they have this early like kind of a pop poppy sound yeah. to them for that time and then they kind of move in and the 70s was kind of an odd time for people and they discovered a lot about they, themselves they, in the 70s yeah, yeah. and, and, and all members there. of the group of course you've got Ringo Starr you've got George Harrison you've yeah. got Paul McCartney and you've got John Lennon Ooh. and good lord could we talk about how if if John Lennon and Paul McCartney had never met what the world would be like? Dude. Can you imagine? That's and then you know what? That's I a whole just, other thing we could talk yeah, talk I, about is like destiny, yeah. uh, uh, things that happen because they were supposed to happen. I just I don't think music would be the same today if they no. hadn't have because there are so many things. I mean, obviously music today is very different, but there are so many things that have branched off and influenced artists even up to things that are coming out today that they take. And that's the thing. It was a loss whenever the Beatles decided to kind of grow apart from each other and they decided to break up the band one guy thought so but let me tell you what today's topic is gonna give you a little bit of insight on what could have happened if they would have stuck together because the Beatles never broke up way to do this and i know that we we did kind of very off there for just a second but we're going to come back to this story the only way for this episode to work is for me to read this story now it is available now of course we are saying the beatles never broke up yep that is the story that is the conspiracy uh that that we are kind of kind of going over here we're 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 an anteater and we're sticking our nose down in the in the ant hole and we're trying to get as much as we can yes what i'm going to do is read this Verbatim. Yep. Which means, word for word. Word for word. You were about to say that. I'm yeah. sorry to cut you off. Well, I was going to say exactly word for word. If you type in on the internet, the Beatles never broke up. There is a website, and it is the same name as I just mentioned. Yep. And this this man tells his story, which I'm about to read, yep. and it is fascinating. And I remember the first time that I read this story, I it, I was leveled. I was so there was there was it was bone chilling. And I will go ahead. And start now with yeah. with possibly brief water breaks to allow you to maybe just kind of take it in for just a second. Right. I will read uh, in the uh, the point of view of this man. Yes. He opens up and he says, "The following is an actual account of my experiences as of recently. This is uh, September 9th, two thousand nine. Yes. He says uh, his name. He doesn't feel safe. He doesn't feel like it would be." safe to reveal his real name, so he remains anonymous, and he refers to himself as James Richards. Yep. On September 9th, 2009, I experienced something that I still am having trouble believing happened to me. I came into pos- to the possession of a cassette tape containing a Beatles album that was never released. In fact, not only was it never released, but it was recorded many years after they broke up. Now this is where the story becomes slightly more unbelievable, and it is almost embarrassing to attempt to explain the incident to you for fear of me viewing me as absolutely absurd. I must assure you I am not insane or on drugs, and hopefully the audio from this tape will be enough proof that there is more than we think out there. Mm-hmm. And he follows with an ellipses, so that like you're reading that like you're like, Ooh. he goes on. I live in Livermore, 
California, but on September 9th, I was driving home from Turlock after visiting a friend for a few days. I had my dog with me, and I didn't have any plans for the day, so I decided to take a drive through a place called Del Puerto Canyon, just west of Turlock. There's a scenic road that is a fun drive and actually goes through to Livermore. I hadn't taken the cruise through it for a while, so I thought I would take this on the way home. It was about 2 p.m. A ways into the canyon, my dog started acting like she needed to use the restroom, so I pulled over to the first available parking area to the side of the road and let her out while I stretched. So it's the dog's fault. If there's a moral to the story, don't let your dog get out and go to the bathroom. At first I didn't notice, but then I heard the barking from 30 yards away. My dog was chasing a rabbit. Now my dog is a pretty good dog, but if she is chasing something, then there's no stopping her. So the only thing I could do was become part of the chase. We've all been there, I think. Oh, yeah. They've already had about a 40-yard head start, so I had to really book it. The uneven ground and soft dirt patches made it difficult to run, and it wasn't very far into the chase that I had stepped into a rabbit hole, fell, and knocked myself unconscious. So this guy's in trouble. He's in the middle of nowhere, and he has knocked himself unconscious, stepping into a rabbit hole, which I don't think I've ever seen, but I'm imagining if... You know, it might be a little hidden, and if he might have twisted his ankle or something, it might be painful. Um, but but get, to get back to the story, he's unconscious. Yep. When I woke up, I was in a room with some furniture and electronics in it. I was taken care of with a bandage on my head, but I still felt uneasy about the situation because where I fell and hit my head was in a very rural and unpopulated area with no houses, and the outside window of the room, I could hear traffic. I wasn't near the window in the room. It was actually on the other side next to an unusual-looking electronic machine that I didn't recognize from anywhere I've seen before. The only reason this stood out was because it seemed out of place in a person's home, which most of the room resembled. I decided to get up and look out the window, but the door opened and in ran my dog, who was pretty excited to see me. When I looked up, there was a man standing at the door. He was about six feet tall. He had medium long black hair and was dressed casually nice, but gave me a greasy vibe, if you know what I mean. And I think, yeah, we've all seen oh, that yeah. greasy we've guy, uh, James Richards. But to get back, what are you taking so far? You, you, you're a little intrigued? Are you, you're sitting there and you're worried you're, for this Yeah, guy, for this for man. Sure. So to get back, he introduced himself as Jonas and asked me if I was okay, which I said yes. He said he found me unconscious in a field with my dog barking at me. So I thanked him for helping me and my dog out, and that I was surprised my dog even came back to me. I then asked him the question that would make me start wondering if I in fact had gone crazy. I asked him, where am I? Jonas replied, about 20 feet away from where I found you. I told him that he couldn't, that it couldn't be possible because there were no houses within at least 20 miles from where I last remember being. He then told me that what he was going to say next would be very shocking and unbelievable, and that if he didn't actually experience it himself, he wouldn't believe it either. He took a look at the machine near the window and looked back at me and said he transported me into a parallel earth. He said he traveled to our Earth dimension and found me knocked out in the blazing heat with no one around to help. Normally, he said he doesn't take outsiders through the portal, but in my case, he thought that I needed urgent help. I immediately started asking questions about traveling to parallel worlds since all I knew about the topic was YouTube videos. Uh, he told me to slow down that he would explain himself. Apparently, in his world, a parallel travel machine can be purchased quite easily. While not cheap, it's pretty popular, even though machine can be dangerous enough to cause death. In the 1950s of his dimension, the government was faced with the decision to continue to fund a space program or a parallel dimension program called ARP-D. Uh, and he, he goes on and says he thinks it stand, the PD stands for parallel dimensions of some sort. Hmm. He then explained that the real danger of using one of the machines was exploring new dimensions. So are the, since there are an infinite amount of Earths in other dimensions, only a small amount have been explored. 
The problem with exploring unknown dimensions is the chance you will die somehow once you walk through the portal doorway. He told me that people die from falling if the ground isn't close enough to the, where the portal opens, die from drowning if the worlds are covered in water, or die from fire, atmospheric issues. There's a lot of things that apparently these people had to worry about whenever they were traveling through the portal. Interesting. He said in order for people to avoid this, they would have to know that there would be similar ground in the dimension they were traveling to. So the government would begin to research worlds, and then they would uh, coin them as safe to transport to, even creating public spots where people could choose a menu of worlds to go to that were safe, which sounds just very interesting. Like oh. this, like reading this again, I've read this multiple times, but reading this again, again, just gives me chills. Mm. To get back to the story, you, you doing all right? You taking yeah, it all in? Just, You're just taking it all in, oof. I understand. And I'm sure that everyone that's listening, I'm so, the, you know, the story is a little lengthy, but we will well, be done with I it mean, here in a second. It is very interesting. Many of these worlds were lush vegetation worlds that were never ruined by man, only to be invaded by the large overcrowded population of the traveler's world. He said something about new industries that opened up because of this, one of them being something like dimensional life brokers, and these people offered the chance to live with someone new in an already established similar world that doesn't know of, of dimensional travel, nor that there are people crossing the dimensional border too. Jonas said he was an explorer for one of the dimensional travel agents and was looking in new, charted, new uncharted dimensions and came up on my earth. We talked about a lot of things. It was interesting to see what similarities and differences we had between the worlds. Foods, culture, TV, technology, we covered a lot. We also started talking about music, which was an interesting topic because, because there were many of the same bands between our worlds that existed, including the Beatles. When their name got brought up, Jonas mentioned that his brother just got back from seeing them perform at a concert recently, which I gave a weird look to and said, you mean they are still together? And he said, yes. I then told him about how they broke up in our world and that John and George passed away. Apparently in his world they are still alive, healthy, and touring. Jonas then had me follow him into another room that had a bookshelf-looking thing with some cassette tapes and a tape player, radio slash record player, though it didn't quite look like the type of radios we have. The speakers looked more like a crinkled cardboard, but sounded pretty good. I didn't get too good of a look at the speakers, but they certainly weren't round. They were almost like a tall accordion. The only Beatles album he had that was store-bought and had the real cover art with Sgt. Pepper's, which the cover looked slightly different than the one we had, but the songs were all the same. The other six Beatles tapes he had were uh, somebody recorded them onto the blank cassette for him and wrote the song titles on a card slipped in the case. A couple of the album titles written on the tapes I recognized, but there were four. There were about four that I never heard before. He played a few songs from one of them, which was totally surreal to hear Beatles music that was never made, at least in our world. We talked about it a little bit. He said a girl made the tapes for him while he was in upper school, and that's what they called high school. She was a huge fan of them and wanted him to listen to them. He popped out the first tape and was putting it in the second one when I told him he should record me a copy so I can take it back with me, thinking it wouldn't be a big deal. Well, the look Jonas gave me whenever I said this was part of the reason why I'm remaining anonymous. Not only did it sort of scare me, but it had a very serious, almost creepy look to it, followed by a phrase, not word for word, because you can't remember everything that happened. No, you are not taking anything back with you to your world. No pictures, no souvenirs, no tapes, nothing. I asked him why, and he wouldn't really say except that for my safety, and that I wasn't taking anything back. Of course, I am not the type of person to go through all this parallel world stuff and not grab something to prove the outrageous story of my experience. So for the moment, I told him I wouldn't take anything and change the subject. About an hour later, after some more talking, I heard a doorbell ring, and he left the room to check the door. I knew that I may not have another chance to take something, so I grabbed one of the tapes and put it in my pocket, and then shuffled the tapes around to make it look less obvious that something was missing. When he came back inside, I said I was kind of hungry. Uh, just to get us out of the room, basically, is what he says. Uh, so then he took me into another room and fed me. For the most part, the food tasted like ours, but was uh, different product names and colors. There was purple ketchup. 
We talked a little bit more, and then I expressed the, no expressed the notion that I should be going because it was getting late. Uh, the time of day was identical to ours, as it is in all worlds. We went back in the room with the machines in it. I grabbed my dog and shook Jonas's hand for taking care of me after I was knocked out. I thanked him again and stepped through the portal, which felt like getting wet but staying dry the, dry the entire time, which was really weird. When I put my dog on the ground, she even shook herself like she thought she was wet. Back in our world, I could see my car on the road still. There was a straight line burn mark on the ground from where the portal had shown up. It was dark outside, and the only reason I noticed the burn was because it was still smoking from the heat. I walked back to my car and drove home. The worst part was that I couldn't even listen to the tape because I didn't have a tape player in my car. I actually wasn't able to listen to it at home either for the same reason, and I had to go to Walmart to buy a tape player just to listen to it. Unfortunately, I don't have any information about the tape other than what is written on the card sleeve. The track names were written, as well as the album title, Everyday Chemistry. Everything else about it is mysterious as to you as it is to me. It also wasn't like I could have asked the guy anything about it, especially after taking it from him. What a crazy... I mean, seriously, isn't that isn't that the craziest thing you've ever heard? Purple ketchup. That's just yeah. The purple ketchup. I mean, that yeah. Just to, just to get that out there, the purple ketchup's pretty crazy. Could you Absolute, imagine? No. Well, the, because the thing is, is ketchup comes from tomatoes, and right. tomatoes are red. So, assuming in this world that he's talking about, the tomatoes are purple. Right. It's just um, like there's so much to wrap your head around there, and and he he has the link, uh, and like I said, you can go to this website, thebeatlesneverbrokeup.com. And he has uh, links to every single song that was yep. on this album titled Everyday Chemistry. Because, of course, in this world, uh, which is Jonas's world, I guess, not the Jonas Brothers, right. just Jonas, and it's his first name. In this world, the Beatles never broke up. Yeah. So they're still touring. They're still all alive. And they're still creating music. And that is just wild to think about. Because... Like, like I said, you know, it's easy for, for somebody to make something up like this, I guess. Like, yeah. I could I could probably sit down and write down, like, what happened to me in an alternate universe, but this guy brought back a cassette tape with him from this alternate universe. Right. Now, if you go and listen to the music, which we were listening to it before this started, and we cannot uh, copy the music onto this and play it for you guys, I apologize. But if you are interested, just type in the, the website, right. and yeah. all the songs are right there. Whenever you listen to the songs... They, they sound very similar to the solo work that each of the Beatles did after their Beatles careers. Yes. So uh, whenever Paul was with the Wings, whenever John Lennon, George Harrison, all Ringo Starr, whenever they were all solo, they each came out with, with their own albums, uh, with their own songs. And whenever you listen to the songs that are on this uh, album that he apparently stole from an alternate universe called Everyday Chemistry... Which is a great name for the album. Like that just oh, seems like man. a really, really good name for the album in the first place. Yeah. So for this guy to make it up, like I'm, mean, you know, that's that's pretty good. Whenever you listen to these songs, you hear a lot of solo stuff yeah. from the Beatles. Like you hear a lot of you hear band on in the very first band track. On. If on the very first track, if you listen to it, which is uh, which is titled Four Guys." Uh, not a creative song title, but you never know what to think with with the Beatles. Right. I'm trying to take a viewpoint as if this actually happened, and it's crazy if it did. Right. But there's no no one can prove whether this happened or not. This is of course on the internet, and you're exactly. not. Supposed, what's the What's the rule? What's the golden rule? You don't believe everything you, you see, see on the or internet. read on the internet. Yes. That's correct. But if you listen to that very first song, there are there are highlights of Band on the Run. There are highlights from. From some George Harrison music, there are highlights yep. from some John Lennon. Everything is drawn from these solo things. So, what I've read about this, people discredit 
this man because they say all it is is you know he mashed together songs that the Beatles all had whenever they were went solo right. and put them in, and put them into this uh, album and made and made it made up this lie. Right. But here's the thing. Here's what keeps me grounded on the fact that this is possible. If the Beatles never break up in our world, which of course they did, and it's you know it's a tragedy that it happened, right? And that everything else has happened after that. But if the Beatles never broke up, who is to say? that those thoughts, that those rhythms would still not come to their minds and they would want to uh, interplay them into their music. Who's to say that Band on the Run would still not be developed in Paul McCartney's brain? It might not be Band on the Run. It might not just be a, the, the song itself. Right. But that, that rhythm could come in and be intertwined with other ideas from other Beatles. That's, that's the thing that I keep thinking about. Right. You listen to all, I think, it, I think it's 11 songs maybe? Yes, it's 11 songs. Uh, the, the song titles, uh, number one is Four Guys, and then it's Talking to Myself, Anybody Else, Sick to Death, Gin, I'm Just Sitting Here, Soldier Boy. Ooh, that's oh, a, that was early. Not Soldier Boy. Not Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy. Yep. Over the Ocean, Days Like These, Saturday Night, and Mr. Gator's Swamp Jamboree. If you are if you're an avid Beatles listener, those do sound, do sound like Beatles titles yes they do if i have to be honest especially the mr gators mr gators swamp jamboree that yeah. definitely sounds like a beatles song it sounds like a damn beatles album yep just trying to wrap my head around this whole thing so he he is driving he's driving back home in california yep. and this has happened uh 2009 so that's just just barely over 10 years uh, right we, i think i think we're looking at about nine that's right so, barely over nine years. I'm yeah. not very good at spelling. I'm not right. very good at math either. So he's driving home. He's knocked unconscious and he wakes up in a stranger's house. Uh huh. He has no idea what, what's going on. And this this man, this Jonas man, which I guess is very nice. It's very nice of him to to save uh, James Richards, which is right. the, the man who traveled through the alternate time period, as well as the dog. The dog also. Uh, yeah. Traveled through this time. This uh, alternate. That's a time lot. Dimension. That's a lot for Jonas to pack up and bring back to the other world man it's just it's just so odd because like i i wonder he says that they talked about other things but music came up so i wonder what else they talked about well, what and what, what would be the differences between the worlds and whenever he talked about how the his world had the option to fund the space program or fund the alternate dimension traveling the parallel dimension traveling universe i, I think he uh he arpd whenever they whenever they formed this alternate uh, reality parallel dimension uh, traveling thing mm -hmm. instead of funding a national space program. They discovered that, you know, they could actually travel through alternate dimensions and then, like, they had to make sure that the alternate dimensions they were traveling to were safe because he said that the dangerous part about it, he said that people could buy them. Mm -hmm. They weren't they weren't cheap, but they were pretty popular. So I'm assuming that that would be kind of like an iPad or, uh, I don't know, some kind of, like a boat like like you could yeah. either buy a boat you could buy a new tv or you could buy a time slash alternate universe traveling dim dimension machine or yeah. something like that which is fascinating like that would be a, could you imagine if like in your in your I house can't. you just had a thing where like hey i'm gonna use the alternate dimension traveling thing and i'll be right go back to the bathroom this one's taken so yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna go to planet i'm gonna see yeah planet c 
uh, X4 and, yep. and use the bathroom. It's just so strange. Like, And they say that some of the, the worlds they would go to and they wouldn't be safe. Uh, people would, would actually die from traveling through these alternate dimensions because uh, they would transport to a world that was all water. They would mm-hmm. transport to a world that was fire. They would transport to a world where uh, that, that specific point would be a large drop-off or something and they would fall. Yep. It's just, it's terrifying. So I don't know. Like, And of course they said that the government was discovering safe worlds that people could travel to and they even had like points like public access things where like you could go and there would be like a menu of worlds to choose from and you go to it right Oof. your thoughts well i mean so many for one but right like part of me wants to think that all right well this guy took a fall in the desert and fell on some peyote and mm. and and just tripped his balls off yeah but at the he same time done some drugs he never mentions being a like a big Beatles fan beforehand, so it's not like that he was just avid Beatles fan. Like that could be some dream that he had, and he like wanted to be famous for trying to discover this right. these, this alternate universe where the Beatles existed. Yeah, it, that's the same thing with me. If the story's true, he doesn't have a lot of motives to make things up. Right, it doesn't seem like. It's just so fascinating because I would like to know because there's there's all kinds of thoughts, there's all kinds of questions that we as humans ask. Yeah, and some of those questions don't have answers and this is an example of one of those questions well i mean it it branches off to a whole nother level of is there more life out there we, at that point it's so not, not just, only not only is there more life but there's alternate worlds there's well it's some rick and morty shit is what it is yeah it's and there's more me's out there and by god i want to meet them mm-hmm. because are they cooler not than selfish me? at all that's just something i would want to meet i would want to meet myself yeah probably. well because it gives me a chance to see me how other people see me. Yeah, I know. I understand that. So, I mean, I don't... It's... It's very... There's just a lot that goes into it. And it brings down so many questions and thoughts to my head. And where I think that would be like, I need to go and stay with this guy for a weekend to be able to comprehend what he is saying. Well, apparently he is still anonymous. So there is that. Huh. Which I guess is the safe way to go. Oh, but, yeah, absolutely. But that's, that's another thing. Like, why wouldn't he go to like a... The other thing, if if he went to the news, they wouldn't believe him. And then oh, yeah. there's that thought, like, if this actually did happen and he tried to tell someone about it, They'd like, kill him. the government might, oh, my gosh. like, hush him up. So yeah. I, I guess that him being anonymous is a good idea. But it's just, it's like there's so many different things to, to, to kind of grab from this right. topic. And when we say the government, we don't mean Trump because God knows they would not tell Trump about this. No, this would be something that would be swept under the rug oh, of Donald Trump. Yeah, under the rug in the Oval Office. The just the the fact that the Beatles never broke up is is another mind-boggling. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. In the historical context, how long after their breakup was Lennon murdered? In our so to speak, in our world. That is a that is a good question, um, and I will try to answer that to the best of my abilities. Yeah, I'm not well. No, no, no. It's, I'm not looking it up. No, I mean. Uh, it's just one of those things no, where it's a good, because it's a good you question. did mention Lennon's like the, his solo work, and I didn't which know, he does have. Yes, I mean there he does have the solo work, so it had to have been there had to have been time in between. Well, the Beatles uh, disbanded in 1970. Yeah, uh, with Paul leaving the group, and John Lennon was killed. Uh, it looks like uh, 1980. So 
Whew, that's a long and time. I said looks hold. like. I said looks like. I'm just like imagining yeah, in my no, no, brain. No, yeah, it's, you I'm gotta, imagining in my brain. You like got a I, photographic memory. Like I had to pull it from the back file cabinet, and I popped up, and I was right. like 1980. Yeah. So like, of course, all that information that I just kind of spouted out was off the top of my head. So, uh, the thing is, there. I'm is not looking just, anything up. I'm not looking anything. No, up. No, we can't. We don't have time. No, we, we don't. We got stuff that we've got to board that we got to fix, and it's just we can't do that. No, for sure. So I. So he does have the solo work, and that's a long time to hold a grudge for 10 years. They break up in 70, and and then it, 10 years later, guys like, damn him for breaking up the Beatles. Well, and that's an and why point. John? Why yeah. why Lennon and not McCartney? Now you bring up a good point, but I do kind of want to. Well, we got. I do kind of want to rewind. Yeah, right. I do kind of want to ravel it back and say. Hey, let's focus in on this story particularly. Yeah. This is a story that we're trying to cover is that the Beatles never broke up. Right. In this alternate universe. Alternate universes would be a good topic, but I feel like this covering this subject is uh, in itself covering alternate universes. Oh, yeah. The things that were different, uh, there was a lot of things that he said were the same, like the food. Yep. Uh, we did already cover the ketchup. Yep. Uh, and then there were bands that were that were still together. Um it's just crazy, like this, that this person, this guy was nice enough to bring him in. Like he just happened to stumble a, a, upon him, yeah. and this Jonas guy was like, "Oh my! Like if I don't help him out, I don't know if anyone will. Like you right. know, I could, I could probably save this man's life." Yep. So he's such a nice guy, but as soon as he, but as soon as James Richard says, "Okay, well, what can I take back in order to prove that this happened?" He immediately he says, "No, you're not taking anything back. Like yeah. no." Pictures, no souvenirs, no tapes, nothing. He he gets very stern with him, and James Richards makes sure that that is you know portrayed that he he conveys that yeah J, that yeah he Jonas, jumps on him a little bit that Jonas was very strict about this yeah so I'm it's just like we could dive into so much here oh it's such a deep topic and it's really what I want to do this podcast is to put that story out right because this is going to be you know we covered the story we're talking about it a little bit but there's like we said that five percent that yeah. you know we're covering ninety five percent of the topic for sure we yeah. read the whole damn story oh right. But that 5% is more like 50% in this case. There's a lot to talk about. And I feel like a lot of people are going to be visiting the website, which is The Beatles Never Broke Up. Right. It's such a... Everyday Chemistry, like I said, is a good album cover, or a good album name. There is no album cover because it is just a cassette, it, yep. like he said. That's another funny thing is that they don't have CDs. You didn't have an iPod, yeah, iPod or like anything. Some of the technology... They, they, it was like the world just chose different areas to advance in technology yeah. rather than what we have. So you can travel to alternate universes, but you don't have a CD player or an iPod yet, which is unbelievable. Which I think is great because I like we have a taste for the old. Like you've got yeah. the, you've got the record player. Yeah, and then like and, we've both got cassettes. Players. And I like listening to the record player. Mm-hmm. So it's just we've kind of got an old taste so that part of it i don't that would really bother some people right like I, and it was funny that he couldn't listen to the tape on his way home whenever he got back into his world he couldn't listen to the tape on his way home he couldn't listen to it immediately he had to go buy a, a cassette player right to, to listen to this music and let me just say though the music sounds like it's mashed together it's really good like we sat here and listened nice we just l- listen to three or four songs and i you know i myself have listened to all of them because this is a topic that i've researched oh yeah heavily but we just sat there and listened, and the, the songs are enjoyable. They're just like any other Beatles. Like, it's good Beatles music. And it's crazy to think, like, 
that he has this cassette, he's been able to transfer it onto an online platform and share it with the world. Let's say that this is real. Yeah. We're like if if this is something that actually happened, then we are able to listen to music from an alternate reality. Uh, if it is not real, then we're just listening to some music that a guy mashed up in his uh, in his basement and I he just put it on the internet. Imagine, man. I mean, think of not just the Beatles, but think of the other bands that maybe have broken up that we would still be able to listen to today. Yeah, and it just based on the whole thing, like the government decided to fund a alternate time reality device mm-hmm. instead of the space program. So like, a, like a NASA. What, so was there anything that didn't happen whenever it comes to space? What what right. is the the apparently the world is still in a, in good shape. Uh, because of course like Jonas is just kind of living you know he's living his life. He's yeah. got he's got a cassette player. He listens to the Beatles all the time. He listens to all kinds of other bands and right. there's this alternate world that James Richards was only in temporarily, and he wasn't able to discover everything, but he we was able to take this one thing back. So there might be more here to unpack, but we are going to have to just going to say, you know what, this is for the rest of you guys to talk about. Right. Visit it's the website. Last 5%. Visit the website, read through that story, listen to the music, and uh, and send us some stuff. Send us some, some emails, send us some uh, messages, and we'll try to answer those to the best of our abilities. But of course, we're in the same boat as you guys here because we are... Uh, just listeners to this story, right? Uh, so we are we were happy to share the story with you guys today. Um, it was a little bit of a more serious tone to oh, the podcast, yeah. and we tried to add some stuff into it. But we are a serious podcast. Let me just put that out. Oh, we are serious. We are serious as a heart attack, a freaking widowmaker is what we are. That is right. I'm pointing at you very powerfully. Yeah. At the moment, you guys have a have a good time discovering this and diving right into it, and please do because it is very interesting. I hope. Don't get too lost in it. I mean, you could yeah. really lose and yourself in this and lose track of time. Here. Let me tell you what I have read into this a lot, and I'll sit there and you know, forty five minutes passed, and I just was sitting there thinking about that. So be careful with well, this topic. I, I know topic groups uh, in Naples, Florida. Be careful. Well, that's all what, you need to talk about. Yeah, I mean, we get. I'm sure uh, we we get to audiences that are about the same age, and I know we we have. Uh, Probably the same finals week as many other schools. Yes. So, and I don't want you guys to lose track of time, and then we get blamed for your, your bad final scores. That's yes, not on us. No, that is not on us at all. But whenever you are discussing this, take frequent breaks, drink lots of water. That's oh, all, that, yes. that, that, that's my yes. that's the only tip that You're I can give. You're gonna need you. head breaks. Yes, for sure. So that'll do it for this episode of A Wine Two K. I enjoyed it a lot, even though it was a little different. We just kind of read a story and we got to talk about it briefly. Right. Yeah. It was intriguing to me once again reading this for I don't know what the time the time it was. Absolutely. But my name is Quinn Eaton, and I am DJ Pig. And you guys take it easy. This has been all you need to know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook. Or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered. <laughs>